0: do you know when everyone says i'm going to start a podcast well yes i'm one of those wankers i am releasing a podcast called but who but where are i can i don't even know the name of the own podcast my own podcast it's but where are you from and the podcast is about being british born being british born chinese being a british born minority in the uk I wanted to listen to this type of podcast, and then when I was on my Merry search, I couldn't find anything that specifically ticked all the boxes that I wanted to, and so I decided to start my own. It's um, midnight, and it's uh, Monday the 23rd of March 2020. Boris Johnson has just announced that we're going into lockdown in the UK because of coronavirus, so I thought, this is a perfect time to start a podcast as any. And so within this podcast, we're going to chat about families, relationships, our upbringings, food, of course, racism, careers and culture in general. It's going to be fun, uplifting, hopefully. And the aim of this is to bring a sense of belonging to anyone who identifies as being a British-born minority in the UK. So... I hope you enjoy. If you have any feedback, please let me know. I don't have an email address set up yet, but as soon as we do, you can email any kind of feedback or questions that you have. Now, let's see whether this microphone thing worked. Cheers. So my first topic after deliberating with myself at midnight is about family, so my family in particular. So just to give you a bit of background, have I even introduced myself? I don't think I have, my name is Viv, and I am 29 years old, and I'm from Warrington. Whoa, come on down, Viv. And I am the owner of a marketing agency, an influencer marketing agency to be exact, called Be Influence. And whilst everything has kind of just gone on pause during coronavirus, I thought, what better time to start a podcast talking about my upbringing and my culture. And so I've given you a bit background as to who I am, so I'll tell you a bit about my parents and my my sisters and my my family. Um, I have a mum and a dad. Um, My dad passed away, sadly, uh, nearly four years ago now in in October. But my mum I still live with at the moment. Um, She is amazing um mom and dad used to have a takeaway together called emerald in warrington and it was regarded as one of the best takeaways i would say in the business um so sadly that closed down when my dad had to go into forced retirement and he had to then um sell it on to the chef that then works there so it's still there now actually it's not closed down they've just sold it on to someone else so it still exists just not in within our family So they had a takeaway for years and that's kind of how they made their business in Warrington. And then I've got a big sister who's two and a half years older than me called Natalie. She's actually an assistant psychologist. So she's the smart one of the family. She's actually studying for a doctorate at the moment, which means that she'll be the first doctor in the family. So um, I think my mum's very proud of that. And then I also have a twin sister who's four minutes older than me and she'll never let me forget that. Uh, She's a primary school teacher um, and so she's off school at the moment and obviously very, very sad about that. But they're kind of taking turns to go into work as teens within the school. Um, And she lives in Manchester and my sister lives just down the road from us in good old Warrington. And so our, our life in Warrington was pretty simple really we we had like the typical takeaway life in the sense that every single friday every single weekend we would pretty much, when we were younger, live or just kind of stay above the takeaway whilst my mum and dad worked. If we didn't have anyone looking after us or our aunties weren't free, or we'd go over to our cousin's house where all the cousins would be there with our auntie cooking dinner for us, our guma, um, and we'd all play games and then our parents would come pick us up after they finish work at the takeaway. And that was quite typical of a weekend, actually, um, which is why I think family is so important within our cultures because our parents had to work and so it really relied on our cousins kind of forming together and and creating a bit of a community together otherwise we'd just be sat home on our bill um and then we used to go for dim sum on a sunday um followed by chinese school which we hated absolutely hated it can you imagine going to school monday to friday and then having to go to school again on a sunday it was just so shit. I really didn't like it. My sister and I used to always pretend that we had some kind of uh, stomach bug after eating dim sum. But mum and dad never believed us. And we actually never graduated. I don't know how far we got. I think we only did a few years. Um, but my sister and I, we were bullied there quite a lot by this group of girls. And I still remember what that girl looked like to this day. But yeah, we were bullied by her. Um, And so we really didn't like it. But that's kind of now one of my biggest regrets is not carrying on with Chinese school because I really wish I had a better grasp of Cantonese in terms of being able to speak it fluently without having to think so much. Um, so I talk to my mum pretty much in Chinese now. Now that I've gotten older, I talk to her a lot more in Chinese. When I was younger, and we you look back on the family videos, I used to talk to my mum in English. I my dad in English all the time. And that's how me and my sisters communicate. So, but now that I've moved back home, and I don't have my sisters around because they've all moved out, I'm finding myself speaking to my mum so much more in Chinese now. And it's actually improved. It's still pretty shit but it's improved quite a lot. So there's that. And I've been thinking recently, because because we have nothing to do during this coronavirus outbreak, obviously apart from trying to survive and make sure we've got enough toilet roll, um, I wanted to really look into whether I could get my GCSE in Chinese. Um, so I started looking at some exam papers. And they are so hard because the, the exams are in Mandarin, and I don't even speak Mandarin, I speak Cantonese, I speak like 1%, no, 0.5%, probably less than that, 0.1% of Mandarin, I know. My name is Wodamizi Lam Lam, Lam Lam is my Chinese name, and then I know Wushu Yingorian, so I'm a Chinese, I'm an English person, or I'm from England, Uh, and that's about it. Oh, I also know, what also I know? Um, um So I like, and then whatever else, whatever you like. And that's literally all I know. <laughs> it's literally less than what a toddler would know, probably. So, yeah, so that's pretty much learning a new language again, which is very exciting. But also, you know, it'd be good if there was one in Cantonese, so at least I can improve upon you know, what was my first language, because it actually was Cantonese. When we first went into school, um Cantonese was our first language and we had a lovely lady called Mrs. Yi come in to teach myself and my sister English. But then um I think my sister told her that we didn't need her anymore. <laughs> um and so she never came back again. But we got by obviously and then English very much took over as our first language. And so really, we were pretty crap Asians in that sense. You know, you see some really high achieving Asians who are really good at maths. Nope, I was terrible at maths. I still am. I think I've got discalculus or something because I'm just awful. I was in step four in maths. Um, Even now running a business, I still rely on my calculator every single day. I have got better at it, obviously. Uh, You can't run a business without knowing some simple maths, at least. But in terms of, you know, the 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 Pythagoras' theorem and isosceles' triangles, whatever it is, I just can't do it. My sister actually, so Stephanie, the primary school teacher, actually actually printed off some year six maths questions for us and we could not do them. It was myself um, and my best friend, Sophie, who's a doctor, and her dad, who is also a doctor, um, and we thought he would be the smart one in this, We just all couldn't work out how to work out the sides of a triangle or whatever it was. I didn't even know what the question was asking, to be honest. And so, yeah, we're not great Asians in that sense. I got up to grade one in piano, I think. And what other skills do I have? Swimming lessons. I did get my 500 metre badge. um, But, I mean, I think everyone has got that, don't they? Um, So in that sense, I really wish that I was one of those Asians that was just, you know, just excelled in everything. I have got bad eyesight, though, which is one of the (laughs) stereotypical Asian traits. So there's that. And I love eating Asian food. So, you know, at least there's that. Um, And I think the reason why I wanted to start this podcast was to feel like I had a sense of belonging somewhere. So, Growing up in Warrington, it's a predominantly white community. Um, I always grew up wanting to have blonde hair and blue eyes, and ironically enough, I have dyed my hair pretty much like blonde. Well, it's kind of more ginger now. It's gone really brassy, but um, we, I always wanted to have those kind of English features, and I think that's because, for a, a number of factors, there wasn't any representation in the media in terms of Asian people. Um two in school as well. We were pretty much one of the only Chinese kids in our school. We had another Chinese boy who was our cousin's cousin, so we knew him and I grew up with him. Um and I'm trying to think of anyone else in my year. I think there was a couple in the year below us, but apart from that It was predominantly white. We barely had any black people. Uh, We had a few Indian people, but it was, it wasn't a lot. And I think it is obviously, it's changed a lot now. My sister's primary school, they're a really small primary school, but they actually have quite a few Asian kids in there, which I'm really, really happy to see. And so I always felt kind of my identity belonged way more with being British than it did with being Chinese. And that existed for a long, long, long time, actually. And it was only probably up until I'd say the last couple of years that I started to really think about my identity and what it means to be a second-generation Chinese person living in the UK. Um, And it all kind of started really when I started noticing things about race being brought into business. So being a, a minority woman business owner you come across things that I don't think necessarily a white man would come across so things like people assuming that you work for the man that stood next to you who happens to be white for example Um, and that kind of you know the covert racism when people say things to you like oh I didn't expect you to be the owner of your own company or something to that effect and then I started to really think about why is this so important to me why do I get so you know, angry when things like this happen, and then the more I started learning about my own identity, and why race was important, the more I started to question it, and look for those types of communities that talked about this, and I think in America, there's an amazing kind of, a, what they called American-born Asians, American-born Asians, A-S, A-B-A, yeah um abg american born chinese oh my god that took me a long time it is midnight though it is half past 12 so don't blame me um where you know we've had the films such as um a crazy rich asians come out um we've had way more kind of uh, asian representation in the arts and creative culture um whereas in the british culture i feel like it's still lacking somewhat Um, And so as I've got a bit older, I started to really realise my identity and how important it was to me to retain the fact that we are very unique, our generation, we only, we will be the only generation that will have first-hand experience of being brought up by Asian immigrants because our children are going to be predominantly very, very British, whereas we still have a lot of that heritage that's been brought over from um, our parents who have come over from Hong Kong, China, wherever it might be. And so I want to put this question out to everyone who's listening. It's probably no one because this is my first ever podcast, lol. But if you are, then just drop me an Instagram. So what was your experience growing up as a British born minority, whether that be Chinese, Asian, whatever it is, I'd love to hear what your kind of thoughts are on this and what was your family like growing up? Did you have a nice family upbringing? Did you have the same struggles as I did in terms of f- being a bit lost in your identity perhaps? Um, you can drop me an Instagram DM, I'm at Viv the Div. I'm going to try and figure out how to put together this podcast and stream it so wish me luck um if you've enjoyed this then please share it around it's a little bit a little bit of a passion project for me at the moment whilst we've got nothing else to do in our spare time so hopefully see you again soon if you like this podcast please 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 share and at me at viv the div yes that's my instagram handle don't judge me i've had that nickname for a long time Goodbye.